Hey folks, it's Marvin Cash, the host of the Articulate Flower, back with another Central Virginia Fishing Report with Ethan Martin at Tailteller's Fly Shop. How you doing, Ethan? I'm doing good today. How are you doing? As always, I'm just trying to stay out of trouble, and as always, I took a look at your weather. Not that I can't look out the window, but you know, we may have an early spring in Central Virginia, right? Yeah, we're already getting some cherry blossoms here. I mean, they, it does happen this time pretty frequently, but um, definitely warm. I mean, it's on Thursday calling for 82 degrees here in Lynchburg. So it's kind of crazy for February. <laughs> yeah, which will lead to good trout fishing because my understanding is everything else in the rivers is pretty much blown out, right? Yep. Yeah, all of our bigger rivers uh, are sitting at, they crested at um, about 14 foot for the James, uh, a little bit over depending on what gauge you're reading. So even the small streams were flowing pretty good, but of course they will normalize faster. Um, so I went out yesterday and we drove up a pretty decent ways on one of the little brook trout streams just to kind of get away from that, you know, really rushing water, but it was warm. And like you said, it's supposed to be warm all week. So, uh, it's been a good time. Had fish eat dry flies, saw some decent amount of bugs flapping around. So, um, it's all signs that are pointing towards spring. So I'm happy. Yeah. You know, once you get those like nighttime lows and, you know, out of the freezing range, uh, and into the forties, things start to improve pretty quickly, right? Yep. Yep. And this, uh, next pretty much the whole week is looking like the highs are floating around that upper fifties to sixties too, with of course wind, but, um, I mean, it's, it's about here now, of course, there's always a chance that we're going to get some random snowstorm in March, but um, definitely if you've got the capabilities of getting out, I would tell you to do it right now if you can, because, uh, if it does cool down, then you're going to be sad that you missed out on this little spurt of warm weather. Yeah, absolutely. And got a question for you from Brenner that kind of dovetails nicely with our fishing situation. And he wanted to get your thoughts on size and color, uh, for a dry fly on brookie streams when there's no hatch going off. Yeah. So let's just right now, you know, there's yesterday I said, I saw some bugs flap around. I didn't see like a crazy amount of activity. It wasn't like everywhere you turn, you're looking at mayflies and stoneflies. Um, I saw a few occasional stoneflies and probably like a size 14, uh, and then some even smaller mayflies. So what I usually put on this time of the year is typically a darker colored fly, like a parachute Adams or a purple haze. Uh, and yesterday, actually, I was using a, uh, it's funny as it is, a bionic ant, which is a, a foam fly, but it's darker. And the main advantage of it is I typically am fishing a dry dropper setup. So I have a dry fly on the surface and then a nymph below that. Uh, and so the main thing for how I was fishing was I wanted to have a pattern that was dark because most of the insects this time of the year are a little more dull. Uh, but one that could float a pretty decent sized nymph because the water was up some. So it's going to be situational as to, you know, one generic dry fly that's perfect for year round conditions. Um, you know, if I was going to say that, I'd probably just say a parachute Adams. Uh, but for the way that I was fishing and how I tell most people that are brook trout fishing is use a dry dropper. Um, and so if you're not seeing bugs or, like it's very clear that there's yellow sallies everywhere. You should fish something yellow. Um, then I usually will trend towards a darker colored dry fly that can float things really well. Um, so again, 
for me, that's usually leaning back to a parachute Adams or I do like the bionic ants a lot because they have a really thin profile. So of course the name is ant, but uh, I don't think that fish are generally taking them as an ant as much as just some large bug that's on the surface. Um, so that would have to be my two. They're probably unconventional, but for a long time, I said an elk hair caddis was the best dry fly you could ever have um, because they're easier to see. They float really well. You can make them whatever color you want. And then uh, I'm sure if, if people have been around, you know, tail tellers or like viewed on our Instagram page or stuff, um, I do a lot of those elk hair caddis that have a little high vis uh, shoot of deer hair that comes like right up the middle of it. So um, I'm sure if, like I said, if you followed our Instagram page, you'll probably see us post those occasionally. Um, and that was one of my favorite flies for a really long time. Um, but then I just got lazier, I guess. <laughs> and I wanted to fly that can float even better with less work involved. Now, again, work just being you put dry desiccant powder on the fly to dry it off once a fish eats it. Um, but, you know, if you're going up a work trot stream and you're casting into the riffles real frequently and you're catching fish on it or on the other fly. Those things do uh, soak up water pretty quickly. So I've kind of merged my opinions over towards uh, leaning on those bionic ants or just patterns that are in that size, like 12 to 16 range that have foam somewhere in them so that the fly will uh, float longer. So that's just how I do it. Um, again, our brook trout aren't really that picky, so it's pretty nice. <laughs> yeah. And for folks that are in the musky game or want to chase some pre-spawn smallmouth, what's the expectation for when the rivers are going to clear up? Um, you know, with this incoming rain, that's there's going to be a question mark there as to like how long it'll be. Because, again, depending on which gauge you're looking at, it's somewhere between seven and a half and eight foot of water coming down towards us. Now, I mean, if you're doing that pretty frequently, of course, I mean, you can go out in this uh, if you've got a jet boat and it does sometimes make it a little bit easier because you pretty much know that most of those muskies are pinned up in the eddies and they're just sitting there. Um, But the hard part when the water goes up like it is, is you've got to get your fly down deeper in the zone. And so you're just going to have to use heavier sinking lines and count off longer. Um, so like when it gets back down to what I would say, like a decent flow, uh, you know, between somewhere between like four and five foot, um, it could be, uh, I mean, the gauges give you predictions. I think when I just looked at it, it said it was predicting like by next Wednesday that it would maybe get to that. But again, it all depends on how much rain we get. So it's definitely harder to predict, uh, the bigger rivers. So I just usually go when I can go for them. Yeah. And, you know, folks, we love questions on the Articulate Fly. You can email them to us. You can DM us on social media. And if we use your question, I will send you some Articulate Fly swag. And we're going to enter a drawing for something cool from the shop at the end of the season. And before I let you go, Ethan, you want to let folks know about any special events you have, shop hours, location, and all that kind of good stuff? Yeah. So the next big things coming up here soon are we've got a couple of classes that are um, actually, I know. I think one of them sold out, um, but we've got fly tying classes. We have a small stream fly fishing class. We're going to have a small early season smallmouth class with Wesley Hodges coming in April and uh, a couple more like a fly fishing one in April. So 
basically there's a quite a few classes that we've got going on, which are all going to be at our shop in downtown Lynchburg. Um, so check out our calendar for those and make sure you RSVP because once those sell out, um, we don't have, you know, any more available seating. Um, so check the calendar dates for that. Uh, and then if you're looking for fishing equipment or if you've got questions, then feel free to shoot them to us through email or Instagram, Facebook, um, you know, wherever you can make that happen. Um, yeah. Uh, well, there you go. Well, listen, folks, you owe it to yourself to get out there and catch a few during this warm spell, because just like Ethan says, it might snow in two weeks. Get out there and catch a few folks. Tight lines, everybody. Tight lines, Ethan. Tight lines. Tight lines.